Welcome back listeners to our podcast we are listening which is dedicated to enabling natural healing for you and making you more aware about its benefits and how it aligns with you. I am your host Pulkit Garg and in today's episode we venture into the delicate yet crucial terrain of addiction and the profound impact it has on families. And before we unravel the complexities of this subject let me share a couple of anecdotes that highlight the challenges families face and the transformative power of assistance imagine navigating the defining waters of addiction and finding a guiding hand to lead both individuals and families towards healing our speaker today not only understands the intricacies of addiction but has dedicated her life to supporting families in their journey towards recovery and resilience so get ready for a conversation that delves deep into addiction the ripple effects on families and the hope that springs from understanding and compassion welcome sangeeta thank you pulkit thank you very much for having me here so sangeeta can you share one anecdote or one your experiences where you were helping a family to recover from the you know depths of addiction yeah sure pulkit you know rather than uh, sharing about my work i would like to share my personal experience so i have grappled with the addiction of my loved one and uh, this was many years ago almost 25 years ago and with the taboo that is associated the shame that is associated i was struggling with it all on my own it was almost like that i was in a deep pit you know a dark hole uh, which was where it was very gloomy where there was despair there was no hope my loved one was also battling with addiction and uh, he was also fighting his own demons and for years this went on with absolutely no you know glimmer of hope for us and then when after almost close to a decade uh, there came hope in the form of a support group in the form of somebody who has already been through this and is today out of it it was like a miracle for us for me it was almost like wow you know i'm not alone in this you know there are others and there are there is hope that we can get out of it and there is help available for me so this was the journey that started with a very personal experience for multiple years and then when i got into biography work coaching i realized that this was a space where i could really really help others this was a space where i could be that hand you know which helps the other come out of that dark you know pit or that black hole so yes i think especially with the taboos attached it's not easy to talk to our parents our uh, relatives our friends there's a lot of shame so we try to keep it to ourselves but when the more we talk about it the more we understand that there's help available i think there's more hope for these families and for the addicts also I totally agree with you you know when it comes that hope is a very strong emotion and in itself an essence to have and people have turned the world around when they have hope so you know i would like to understand uh, absolutely uh, this particular aspect that yes having an addiction of anything is a taboo in our society and it's very difficult to you know uh, communicate about it even if the often going through that addiction it wants to reach out for help because of this taboo the stigma that surrounds uh, of being an addict he or she is not able to you know even reach out 
to you know be it family's image yeah. respect yeah. xyz factors so how does understanding the nature of addiction you know contribute to a more compassionate approach in supporting the affected individuals and their families yeah i think you used the perfect words this compassionate approach and understanding the addiction because you know for most people and it was something that held true for me too it was like my loved one who's an addict does not have the will power and hence he is not able to overcome this or my loved one does not care enough for the rest of us to let go of this addiction and later when i understood what addiction actually is like there are so many factors that are contributing to the addiction i can just list out very quickly a few like genetic factors chemical imbalance dysregulation inability to regulate your emotions lot of uh, there could be trauma there could be negative experiences which you know the person doesn't know how to deal with there is escapism from the outside world which seems to be very harsh and which does not seem to understand so there are so many things that are in different cases uh, it is different uh, that that are contributing into this now when we talk about uh, something like you know when we talk about cancer when we talk about diabetes we are so understanding of that patient we are so understanding and sympathetic and we do everything we can to help but the moment it is an addiction in most cases it is like there is so much disrespect towards that person there is so much again i would like to use the word shame and taboo and also for the families of you know that person that you know it's it's uh, i think it's a vicious cycle which is really making it worse for all involved so i think understanding what this disease is is a huge factor in building up this compassion building up empathy building up even strategies for working towards recovery so i think uh, education in this field is something that is huge need of our times i mean of all times but especially now with more and more prone to addictions so i think education of what addictions are is something that's very important and then that will lead to all the rest you know compassion and empathy and all that i totally agree that in today's world education and spreading awarenesses of utmost importance it's quintessential in its own nature building that empathy is truly also important and even for the family members to understand so that's where my you know next yeah. question comes into picture like what it's challenging i totally uh, you know i can just imagine and i agree what with what you you were saying that it's really challenging for family members but what are those early signs family members can identify in the journey of a person getting into that vicious trap of being an addict so what are those early signs and how can families navigate through those uh, early signs and bring back the person there are many things to look out for like one could be compulsive behavior right like i have to be doing this like it does not matter what the circumstances are where i am whatever i have to do it so the compulsive kind of behavior obsessive kind of behavior where it is you know repeatedly even if i'm not doing that my thoughts are 
occupied constantly around that right then crawl from spaces which are not really helping in that particular behavior right you are withdrawing from society from your friend circle from your social circle because you know like let's say in case of uh, alcoholism if there is a party you are invited to a dinner where there is no alcohol so then i don't want to go right so withdrawing from spaces which are not really conducive behavior or that substance then work or your routine being affected right you are not able to do you are not able to function normally in your daily routines daily whether if it's a student then not able to study or go to college or you know go to work when in cases of adults so i think there are i mean a long list of things and then there is a sudden behavior change right the, the sweetest of person the kindest of person is somebody who's constantly irritable and you know uh, not able to be that person who he originally he or she originally was right and constantly telling lies getting into trouble financially borrowing money stealing money so there are like i mean depending on the addiction and the circumstances there are long list of symptoms that so i first thing i would say is something that has very drastically changed in terms of that person or that young adult or child or whoever it is yeah i think the family is able to see right this person was never like this and now suddenly this person is very different so what's going on so trying to catch it as early as possible uh, just a follow up on this uh, given the current uh, you know fast paced lives and the way our families are going more nuclear uh mm-hmm. these behavioral changes are often neglected or overlooked because uh, let's just consider a scenario where a child is getting into an addiction a teenager getting an addiction of alcohol or uh, let's say smoking and parents mm-hmm. are often busy with earning the bread for the family and providing that comfortable life to the child and because of the busy schedule they're not yeah, yeah. able to you know really identify those signs the early telltales and when they yeah. the addiction becomes a big scenario altogether it has heightened and breached a particular place where it has started impacting the child's behavior to an extent that it's now uh, coming out in open they start emotional turmoil start victimizing the uh, child or the person who has become addicted how do we actually mm-hmm. navigate this thing and and secondly how do we manage ourselves as well so i can't give you a very general answer but because you brought up this topic of young children right like teenagers or young adults and where the parents are the caretakers and uh, responsible for the child in some way then i feel very easy for us to replace or you know in some way say that substitute our time the what we spend with them or how we are with them with you know other things like you know devices or you know giving them lot of money to go you know partying with friends go out so it's almost like you know i'm delegating this job to somebody else right so now there might be various things that are happening with me myself that i'm not able to be there for my child so it doesn't mean that you know we leave everything and we are there for them 24 uh, 7 however just you know being there and holding the space for the child is something that is very important because it's it's one of the contributing factors you know sometimes because the children are unsupervised because the children feel okay nobody is watching so let me just do it 
and then they get into that you know uh, vicious cycle of you know not being able to break that cycle right so i think for parents especially i think you know i don't want to say that you know you focus completely on your kids that's absolutely not necessary however can we have a balance right like where we are there for the other person so the other person feels the child feels that yes there is somebody watching over me there is somebody who is holding the boundaries for me because children until they become you know they say adults at 21 but i don't think even 21 they completely adults but you know they need somebody else another adult to hold the boundaries for them so i think when it comes to parents you know holding the boundaries which is you know not very tight it does not mean that you know extremely rigid but it's a boundary which is shifting right and i know how much you know for each child it is different right so that is something that with parenting i think the biggest step would be that that can you be there to hold the boundaries for your child until he or she is able to regulate that for himself and when it comes to adults also now this is very i'm going into an area gray area because i feel there are different kinds of addictions right like if it is substance abuse then it could be stemming out of a genetic predisposition so then nobody around is really responsible for it but then if it is a non substance uh, addiction like we're talking about gaming pornography or you know constantly being on the phone so there i think it is the external environment which can be tweaked which can be worked upon to you know help the person it's a very very addiction is a very very general term so i'm struggling to give something that is a you know very simple straightforward answer for this so sangeeta what could be you know the path to recovery and how should uh, the family help the addict navigate that path yeah sure uh so when you talk about path to recovery for me this is a two pronged uh, approach so path to recovery not just for the addict but also for the family yeah uh i think we, we have discussed earlier that it is not just the addict who is affected but also the family the people who are around all the time they uh become dysfunctional themselves right so the approach to recovery should be two pronged so there are uh, organizations like uh, alcoholics anonymous these are support groups alcoholics anonymous narcotics anonymous gamers anonymous overeaters anonymous for like multiple uh, addictions there are support groups which are available so uh now because we say support group it is made up of individuals who have been you know through those experiences themselves and they have a wonderful program which is available for to help the addict you know come out of this recovery to recognize that i'm an addict right like there could be social drinking and then there could be addictive drinking how do i uh, you know really understand whether i'm an addict or i'm just a social drinker who's gone gone you know uh, a little bit overboard right so there are various organizations which are helping these are support groups which are helping with this whole process now the support groups uh, for recovery are not only for the addict but also for the families of addict like as i mentioned earlier the families are sometimes more affected than the addict himself or herself because you know the addict is uh, so 
obsessed with the addiction that he or she is not really understanding of what's the so-called circumstances or the consequences of his addiction it's the family who faces this and they become you know ill or dysfunctional too so i think uh, most of these support groups have uh, uh, recovery programs for the addicts and for uh, the families of addicts then there are very individual counseling uh, counseling that is available there are de addiction centers like i mentioned earlier i work uh, you know i work with uh, the families i coach them i do counseling for the families and for the addicts so there are various spaces that are available now the first uh, step to be taken is to really get an understanding of is this an addiction or is this just leading towards addiction thanks a lot sangeeta you know for sharing your own personal experiences and helping us understand how can we or families of addicts you know navigate this uh, complex and tough uh situation in their own life listeners if you know anyone who is going through this tough situation or would like some support please feel free to reach out to sangeeta we will be sharing her contact details in our descriptions uh across all the platforms where this podcast is getting published and if you want our help in reaching out to her more than happy please dm us on our instagram facebook linkedin wherever you are hearing this uh thanks a lot sangeeta for coming on to this podcast thank you thank you very much for